For more on this now, we're joined on the line by the friend of a kidnap, uh, kidnap vil, uh, victim, that's uh, Melody Mia. Melody, thanks for joining us. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing all right, uh, but it will be great to hear from you. We understand your friend has, uh, has been discharged from a hospital in Harankua. What is the latest uh, regarding your friend? In what condition is she? I think, uh, firstly, thank you for the opportunity just to share and raise awareness on such a big matter in our country at the moment. Um, the, the biggest thing is, um, well, she currently is in a very good state compared to what was last night. Um, obviously, she was drugged, and it is, I'm glad to announce that it's said to be whatever that was injected in her has not affected her in any way, but she had to go back to the clinic. But um, they did attempt to um, take her cross-border as in a journey being from being abducted all the way to Harangua, uh, the biggest statement that was made was that uh, we, they called their boss and said, boss, we've got a fresh one, uh, we'll see you at the border. Hmm. Okay, just narrate this story from us from the beginning. What happened and do you suspect that uh, there's a syndicate that is uh, operating in this area? I think it's not, it's not even no longer a matter of suspecting, but it's a matter of it, there is a syndicate. It's just now we don't know who, where, how. But this is based on my experiences and stories here. But in this particular case, um, she texted me just about, um, it was just about upper six towards 22 7, saying, hey, bro, um, there's, some, there's, there's a car following me. And I can't say now because I've officially confirmed that it's a white golf uh, GTI, uh, white golf, a white golf seven GTI to be exact. And they followed her just before Mandela Bridge, and that's when she texted me saying, "I'm not feeling safe. I'm feeling scared." And she walks over the bridge, and as she did, these guys continued, and then they happened to park after the bridge, which is just before the robots, uh, before the engine garage, and three gentlemen uh, then waited there for her, but. She tried to get away from them. They grabbed her by the neck and also by the legs, pushed her into the car. And at that point is that when they uh, dragged her as then they put also a blindfold over her eyes and they drove off with her. And at this stage, uh, she was very smart to put her phone and hide her phone from them. And that's when she had already been able to help me track her down uh, with the assistance of Crime Air Network on Twitter, who helped me locate her location, which is all the way in Harankua. And in between all of that, um, obviously, we were going through the most because I don't know if this was something that was a joke because, well, I know it would be a sick joke, but sometimes people play rough. But also, additionally, it was a matter of um, this whole thing is happening and it's just a nightmare because I had a bad experience with my mother who was kidnapped by a police officer, Itewini, and who assaulted her and... The case never came to life. The case never was followed. Nothing happened to it. And when you hear someone saying, I'm in trouble, when she sent me an SMS at 8 o'clock uh, saying help, we tried our best to utilize social media to track her down with all the South Africans, which I need to applaud for their assistance. So so it, it, it's not then an isolated incident. This uh, you, You're hearing stories of other students who are being abducted. And uh, you, you, do you know any details of, of, of such, perhaps? have inboxes that I can share. You can see young people who have reached out to me saying, Melody, after hearing your story, I had an incident of this case, but I couldn't report it because I escaped. And that's the issue. When you survive, um, you, you don't have much of a case because the people, nothing happened to you. But in this case, someone, we had to go all the way to Harangua to prove that 
trafficking is a real thing. And unfortunately, we, we, we need to scream as loud as we can because clearly there's a lot of people who've been victims from Mandela Bridge, from muggings, mm. um, and cases where people were stabbed. And unfortunately, we had to wait for something like this to happen for us. For me, it was terrifying. I was literally in tears I when this imagine. was happening because I, 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 I can't explain how how do you help someone you don't know where they are. But in a nutshell, we were fortunate for the family in Haramkua Zone 1 uh, when we heard that uh, someone has taken the in, but we're terrified again because we didn't know if this is a trap. Okay. So we're driving all the way to Haranku and we don't know where we're going. We don't know if it's a trap for us. Because I want to talk to the police and we're running out of time, but your experience with the police in Haranku? Um, to be very honest, uh, we couldn't get a direct line to Haranku. We called 10111 and we did not get through for about 30 minutes and this is when we were trying to make our way there but we continued until we were fortunate to go through and were given a reference and we did ask from the police uh, from Central One, the national line for them to send someone to the address we were going to just in case it was a trap for us and as we arrived um, we didn't even get to arrive to the house itself because the police fortunately had picked her up and then we all met at the police station because what we did was we said we're going to go face the police and only to find that she was already there and that fetched on up your house. Melody, thanks for talking to us and all the best to your friend. Thank you very much. We do appreciate it. And I believe we just need to raise more awareness and hopefully we need to do something about Bramfontein. It has to come to an end. We're tired. Let's put that to the police. Lieutenant Colonel Lunga Lutlamini is the provincial police spokesperson uh, for the South African Police Service. Uh, Lieutenant Colonel, good to be chatting to you. You heard the story. What's your response? Um, we have become aware of this uh, matter and um, we are investigating it. Uh, I have spoken to the father of the victim and um, he gave me all the details. We'll be taking a statement to make sure that those who are responsible for this matter and the crime, they are in court. We'll be investigating this matter. Also, the fact that the victim went to Harankua and um, we could get assistance from the police. We'll also be looking at that. And uh, those police officers in Karankua uh, uh, will make sure that those who are responsible will be not assisted in victims are taken to task. They must face the consequences. Mm. And very briefly, I asked uh, Melody if uh, he thought there was a syndicate. He said it's not even the matter of thinking now. Indeed, there's a syndicate that operates there and that they've reported uh, from uh, petty crimes, mugging and so on and so on, to stabbing, now to kidnapping. What have the police done about this? Well, I'm not aware of a syndicate that is operating there, but... um we are appealing to the victims. If, if the victims do report cases, because we analyze these cases on a daily basis, it's how we discover the trend of uh, of uh, criminal activity. But I'm encouraging the students, if maybe they are being robbed today or something happens to them, they must report the incident to the police. We'll be able to pick up if there's anything. But uh, the metropolis, uh, the metropolis officers are also are always patrolling that area from time to time, and then there are also security guards, um, uh, I think from the city of uh, Johannesburg, who are posted in the prisoners to look for all these, uh, all these uh, criminal activities.